pray. Father, we just thank you for another opportunity to come before you and thank you for salvation. Thank you for justification. Thank you for purification. And we thank you for manif manifestation. We thank you for demonstration in our lives. We thank you that you put us on the pathway of understanding greater than greater awareness of who you are on the inside of us, what we have received, and how to produce more of you in a day where everything is just so chaotic, but you are the light that shines bright in our lives. Even while we walk in a dark world, we know how to step. You said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So we thank you that you ordered our steps according to the word of God. And we thank you, Lord, that as we do, we see the abundance, the abundance of you and all that we do, all that we say uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that uh, answers will be given, uh, prayers will be manifested, miracles will be manifested in the lives of your people tonight, Lord, as we release our faith together for the goodness of God, mercy of God to transcend those things into mighty miracles so that we can demonstrate who you are through our lives. We thank you that you're making us billboards, advertisement of your goodness, your mercy and your grace. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for life, health, strength, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Thank you so much for dying on the cross, dying for our sins, and giving us another chance at life, the life that you uh, always wanted us to have, always wanted us to live when you created us on the first day that you made us. Thank you so much for the plan of redemption that you redeemed us back to your original intent, that we can live now the life that you uh, have positioned us to live. In your name we pray, amen and amen. All right, praise God. Well, open your Bibles again to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. We'll begin there again. It says, but what says it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith. Uh, the word of faith, or we can say the words of faith which we preach, uh, again, that's proclaimed, decree, declare. Verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And notice when he says thou shalt be saved, that means a manifestation of, of being born again. So here we say, thou shalt be saved. We can say, thou shalt be born again. So uh, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be born again. That's where they'll save me to be born again or to be regenerated. And then we go to verse 10 and say, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation again unto salvation so one 
shall be, in verse 9, it says, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, it says, for with the mouth of confession is made unto salvation. So, therefore, uh, we are producing something, we are creating something through our mouth of confession unto salvation. Now, I want to continue to read uh, 11 and 12 and 13. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord over all this rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then this word here, save, means rescue. It doesn't mean save as in born again. It means save as in rescued or delivered. Uh, so you have to understand that, that again, that word save, but it's not the same save as it is in verse 9. Amen. Uh, because it's declaring that, one, you confess to be saved, and then also, uh, as you call upon the name, you shall be saved, or one translation say rescued, or delivered out of the hand of Satan. Now, I want us to go back up to uh, look at the word, verse 10, for with the mouth, for with the heart man believing unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession, if I say mouth confession, is made unto righteousness or made unto salvation. So again, we deal with unto something means to become, to produce, to manifest, and to demonstrate is what we get now when you say confession is made unto salvation. Now, this word salvation in the Greek is called soteria. It's called soteria, okay? Soteria in the Greek word is S-O-T-E-R-I-A. S-O-T-E-R-I-A. That's how you spell it, it's soteria. Well, soteria has what I call eight benefits. And, and, and soteria, or the word salvation, is eight benefits. We talked a little bit about it on Sunday, but I want to go a little bit in depth with you tonight and give you give it to you. Now, notice, uh, one, it brings victory. And, and salvation, victory. And that word salvation is victory. Okay? Uh, number two, uh, one of the benefits in salvation is deliverance, deliverance. And all these comes out the Greek word soteria. Number three, we get uh, uh, preservation. Uh, preservation is another one uh, that we get. Number uh, four is safety, safety. So again, we're dealing with salvation, which is soteria which is a Greek word, uh, which is seven benefits for manifestation. Uh, I mean, eight benefits, excuse me, for manifestation. Now, so far we got manifestation. Uh, benefit number one is victory. Benefit number two is deliverance. Benefit number three is perseverance, uh, preservation, excuse me. Victory number four is safety. All right, benefit number five is healing. Okay, uh, benefit number six is prosperity. Benefit number 
Seven is peace. And benefit number, I mean, uh, uh, benefit number eight is going to be power. So in Sotira, we get those seven benefits for manifestation. Right? Again, let's get them again. Number one is deliverance. Two, I'm sorry, number one is victory. Two is victory, uh, deliverance. Three is uh, preservation. Four is safety. Five is healing. Uh, six is prosperity, seven is peace, and eight is power. Now, ladies and gentlemen, now go with me to uh, Philippians. Philippians chapter two. Philippians chapter two. Now, Philippians chapter 2, I think verse 12, and hold your finger there, just mark that, and go with me over with, and go over to Hebrew chapter 2. Hebrew chapter 2, I want us to go there, all right? Hebrew chapter 2, and we're going to start at verse number 10. Praise his name. All right. It's going to be good stuff tonight, so pay close attention. Uh, what he's going to say to us and where he has taken us. Now, in Hebrew chapter 10, I mean chapter 2, verse 10, for it was an Act worthy, I'm reading out the Amplified, for it was a, in the Amplified AMPC, the translation, uh, for, let's see, okay, for it was an act worthy of God and fitting to the divine nature that he, for whose sake and by whom all things have their existence, and bringing many sons into glory should make the pioneer, that's what I want you to look at, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect, should bring to maturity the human experience necessary to be perfectly equipped for his office as a high priest through suffering. For both he was sanctified, making men holy. Those who are sanctified all have one father. For this reason, he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Verse 12, for he says, I will declare you, I will declare your, your name to my brethren. In the midst of a worshiping congregation, I will sing hymns of praise to you. Again, he says, my trust and assurance, reliance and confidence, hope shall be fixed in him. And yet again, here I am. Here I am. I and the children whom God has given me. Since therefore these, his children, share in the flesh and blood and the physical, natural of human beings, he himself 
in a similar manner partook on the same nature, means he became what we were, that by going through death, he might bring to naught and make of no effect him who had the power of the of death, that is the devil. And also that he might deliver and completely set free all those who through the hunting fear of death were held and bondage through the whole course of their lives. So Jesus now, through his uh, transition on the cross, went through death for every born-again believer that would accept him. In doing that, he gave us power and authority over the devil because he gained power and authority over the devil. So therefore, we have power and authority over the devil. So now, since that is so, we can now uh, access victory, access deliverance, access perseverance, preservation, access safety, safety, excuse me, access healing, access prosperity, access peace, and access power. Why? Because he uh, gained victory over death by his resurrection on the cross so that Satan could not stop us for, from enjoying, listen, salvation. It's one thing to be saved, born again, but it's another thing to enjoy your salvation, your journey, your position of salvation. And in that, he's given us these benefits that we can enjoy every day of our life. Listen, ladies, every day, every day you can have victory. Every day you can experience deliverance. Every day you can experience uh, preservation. Every day you can experience safety. Every day you can experience healing. Every day you can experience prosperity. Every day you can experience peace. And every day you can experience the power of God flowing through your life. Every day because you have access through your life with Christ. Remember we talked about new life. New life means new living. New living. And so he died to give us new life. So we can get rid of that old life that we did not like that we came to Jesus to get rid of. Now you have to work on this. Now go to Philippians. Now we're going to Philippians now. Go to Philippians chapter two. Hallelujah. And we'll see this. Paul here talking to the church at Philippi. And he goes on to say, wherefore my brother beloved as you have always obeyed. He's commended them. Now notice he's commended them, uh, what they have done, how they've operated and so forth and so on. But now he goes and he wants to encourage them to go a little farther. Now, notice this, because I want to read it in different translations so you better get a good understanding of what he's talking about. As you have always obeyed, that is in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, notice he's saying this is something you have to work out. 
This is something you have to bring about. Uh, so being saved and uh, walking in salvation is two different dimensions. Being saved, you're born again in the kingdom of God. You're of the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But then because you are now saved, you can now access salvation, which is the benefits of soteria, victory, deliverance, perseverance, safety, healing, prosperity, peace, and power. Those things are for you every single day, but you have to act, you have to work it out. You have to access some things like, no words, it's not automatic. Let me just put it, say, it's not automatic. It's not going to get up and just going to happen to you. Uh, you have to use your faith, watch this, and you have to use your mouth. Remember, and it's with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. With the mouth confession is made unto victory. With the mouth confession is made unto deliverance. With the mouth confession is made unto perseverance. With the mouth confession is made unto safety. With the mouth confession is made unto healing. With the mouth confession is made unto prosperity. With the mouth confession is made unto peace. And with the mouth confession, it is made under power. So these things you have to get uh, out of your mouth. But when does it come out of my mouth? When I get them in my spirit. How do I get them in my spirit? I meditate upon them. I meditate upon them. I get it on the inside of me. Remember, everything happens inside out. We gave you some scriptures of what Jesus, what, what God says, I'm trying to produce the life of God in you inside out, accurately his conduct. So we talked about those things. But ladies and gentlemen, you've got to cooperate and participate with the life of Christ that's in you. See, it's one thing to have it in you and, and work with it instead of having it in you and ignoring it. No, you have to work with the life of Christ. You have to uh, remold your mind to the life of Christ in order for you to walk out the life of Christ. Are you listening, class? It's, it's not automatic. You got to do something. You can't just sit there, well, praise the Lord, yeah, I got this. No, you got to do something. You got to get that word out of your mouth. You got to get that word out of your mouth. You got to get in your spirit. You got to get in your mind. You got to get it out of your mouth. I'm telling you, as you do this, you're going to gain victory, deliverance, perseverance, safety, healing, uh, prosperity, peace, and power will be yours 24 uh, uh, hours in a day, 365 days a year. You can experience the goodness and the salvation of the Lord. And that's what you want. I mean, so that your life is enjoyable. Who wants to live and you're miserable? Nobody wants that. So God said, I provided a way for you to enjoy life to its fullness. Now, in the Amplified, in the Amplified version of, let's see, in verse 12, it said, therefore, my dear sons, as you have always obeyed my suggestions, so not only when, not only with enthusiasm, uh, you should, you would show in my presence, but much more because I'm absent, work out, cultivate, carry out to the goal and fully complete your salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust with serious caution, praise God, tenderness of conscience 
and watchfulness against temptation. Timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Oh, that is good preaching. Now he's somebody, this is how you walk out salvation. Uh, the M5 is uh, giving us, you got to work it out. Work out means cultivate, carry out the goal, and fully complete your own salvation. Say, this is something you have to do personally with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust. That's why you got to trust him on the inside of you. With serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, timidly shrinking for whatever wise that might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Glory be to God. That's good preaching. That's good teaching. And see, this is what we want to be every day. Every day, we don't want to do anything that might offend our Father, might offend our Savior, might offend our Helper. We don't want to give those offenses to them in any way because they're there to help us succeed. They're there, they're there to help us to gain every benefit that's been given to us as a born-again soldier in the kingdom of God. God's not working against you. God's working for you. The Bible says Jesus sits uh, in the heaven, at the right hand of God, and he forever makes intercession on behalf of you. He's praying that you will make it. He's praying that you will come to the fullness of all that the Father gives you. He's there every day praying and interceding. You're going to make it. You're going to achieve. You're going to be successful. You're going to become all that ones. He's there uh, pulling, pulling in the heavenlies to make sure that you finish that, uh, go across that goal line and become the champion that he has made and designed you to be. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now, I want to read this in the uh, Passion Bible. I just want to do some translation so you can better understand. I need you to get this. You got to work it out, ladies and gentlemen. I know they used to sing a song in the church. Jesus can't work it out. But look, yeah, he can work it out, but you got to work it out too. You got to work it out with him. All right. We're workers together. He's not working by himself. You're not working by yourself. You're working together. He's working with you to produce the life that the Father gave him while he was on this earth. Now you and I can have that same enjoyable lifestyle and freedom. Hallelujah. And freedom. Praise God. Now, in Philippians chapter 2, uh, in the Passion Bible, it says, My beloved one, just like you have always listened to everything I've taught you in the past, I'm asking you now to, to keep following my instructions as though I were right there with you. Paul said, I ain't going to be here all the time, so you got to take it on your own to do this. I know y'all doing this while I'm here, but when I leave, I need y'all to keep the same motor operation that I'm teaching right now. Don't sway, don't change. Amen. Stay committed. They stay dedicated. Stay separated unto the things of God. And that's what he's saying. He's encouraging them while I'm away. Don't lose heart. Don't lose the passion of salvation in your life. And that's what he's trying to do. And if you look around uh, what's going on in the world, a lot of the Christians are losing passion. They're just flat losing passion for the Christ that's in them. He died. He went to hell. He had stripes on his back. And this is how they treat him. This is how they look at him as if he has done nothing at all. Oh, what an indictment to the cross. What an indictment to the blood. 
What an indictment to all that he went through to get us through on the other side from hell to heaven. Amen. And if he can do it with passion, we can live with passion. The Bible says he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. Amen. We have to be of the same mind frame and say, Lord, I'm here with you. No matter what goes on in that world, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to uh, transition out. No, I'm here for the long haul. I'm, I'm here until you come and get us back and take us back with you. You can trust me. You can depend on me. I'm here for you while you're here for me. And this is what he's looking for. He's looking for that level of commitment, dedication, and loyalty from his sons and daughters on earth. And that, and we attain that through salvation, through these things that I'm teaching you right now. Now, let me keep going. Uh, again, Paul is saying, my beloved ones, don't change, don't sway. Now, in the same uh, script, he says, now you must continue. My God, you must continue to make this new life. Now we where we need to be. You must continually to make this new life. Make this new life. Make this new life. Yeah, you're born again, but you got to make this new life in your life. It's not automatic. Amen. Now you must continue to make this new life fully manifested. As you live in holy awe of God, which brings you trembling into his presence, God will, verse 13, God will continue to revitalize you and planting within you the passion, there it is, <laughs> I love it, the passion to do what pleases him. Woo-wee. Do you see it in the word of God? The passion to do what pleases him. Now, what we find out, ladies and gentlemen, that's a lot of people are losing passion and pleasing him because they are losing sight of their salvation. Are you listening? And when you lose sight of something, you lose, you lose passion for it and you become passive. It's not burning. It's not hot, you know, it's not uh, doing, uh, you're not doing what you can do with it because you're not passive with, oh, don't take all that off, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes, it do. Even more so now as we see things get crazy in this world, you better know the Jesus that's in you. You better know the Holy Spirit that's there to keep you. The Bible says he will keep you from falling. And keep you in the presence of him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is part of your salvation. Amen. Don't let people sway you from the one that died for you. Because at the end, nobody, nobody got a heaven or hell to put you in. You either put yourself there. Amen. They don't do it. They got to stand for themselves. But you got to make a decision. That you're not going to sway, you're going to stay steady, and you're going to stay passionate about God, and you're going to do the things that's pleasing in the sight. Hallelujah. That's good news. Are oh, you listening to me? That's good news. 
I say that's good news. Why? Work out. You got to work it out. This new life. Okay? It's, it's time for you to live, live the new life. In this new life, you enjoy victory, deliverance, preservation, safety, healing, prosperity, peace, and power. You enjoy these benefits when you're passionate about doing what pleases him. You know, you got to be like Jesus. Can I show you how Jesus was? Go to John. John chapter 8. We're almost finished. You can just, hold on. We're almost finished. Amen. Praise his name. This good stuff. John chapter 8, verse 29. Look at that. John, John chapter 8, verse number 29. But you see this. And we just we just read and planting with you, God will continue to revitalize you and planting within you the passion to do what pleases him. So now he that so if he's planted within you, that means he's working with you to cause you to enjoy him and enjoy what he has for you. Amen. Now over here in John, watch this. For he that sent me is with me. The Father have not left me alone, for I do. Oh, here we got to go. For I do, I do. You're going to do too. I'm going to do too. For I do always those things that please him. That's what salvation is all about. See, that's what working out salvation is all about, pleasing the Father so these benefits can live big in us through Jesus Christ. Are you seeing what I'm seeing uh, and, and, and gaining what I'm gaining tonight? You got to please Father. Stop trying to please everybody and displeasing him. Because they can't bless you like he can. See, he's going to make sure you got victory. They're not. He's going to make sure you're delivered. They're not. He's going to make sure you have preservation. They're not. He's going to make sure you're safety. They probably not. He's going to make sure you're healed. They probably not about that either. He's going to make sure you're prosperous. They probably not. He's going to make sure you have peace. They probably not. He's going to make sure you have power. They probably won't make sure you have anything. See, he's there to make sure you enjoy all these wonderful things. Why? To keep you passionate about him. If Jesus did it, and he did it while he was on this earth, and we're here on the earth. We can do it too. And he not only was passionate while he was on the earth, ladies and gentlemen, he's passionate while he's sending the Father. Bible says, for he ever made intercession for us. Why is he making intercession? He passionate about us making it and achieving everything he died on the cross for us to have. Are you seeing this? Don't throw it away. Now you throw it away when you don't spend time doing anything with it. That's when you throw it away. It's yours for the taking. With my confession is made unto what you need. Get that mouth right. How do I get my mouth right? I get my spirit right. 
when my spirit is right, it relates to my mind. My mind is right, and it comes out of my mouth, and I produce the kind of life that Jesus Christ died for me to have. And nobody can stop it, not even Satan. Because remember, he, he, he took over his power. He stripped him of that power, so he can't stop it. You stop yourself. When you don't, when you don't get it inside your spirit, when you don't get inside your mind, and when you don't get it out of that mouth, you say everything but the, you say everything but what you need to be saying. Well, how are you gonna make unto salvation if you're not saying what you need to say? And amen. So realign your spirit. When you realign your spirit, listen, you're realigning your mind. And when you realign your mind. You're realign, realign what comes out of your mouth. Because you're going to be careful what you say. Because what you say is what you become. What you say is what you believe. What you say is what you're going to receive. It's just that simple. So if you want to see, receive these eight benefits for manifestation, it's Mouth confession unto it. That's how you got saved. That's how you got in the kingdom of God. That's how you got born again. You confessed. Miracle took place. Death went out. Life went in. Darkness went out. Light came in. Sin went out. Righteousness came in. Right then. On the spot. But now we have to begin to. Turn our lives back to the other way and get rid of the other stuff that ain't going to take you nowhere, but down, 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 down. Now, looking unto Jesus, who is the author, finisher of my faith. Remember the scripture we gave you this morning. Such a powerful scripture. Uh, let's look at that before we close. I had already closed my Bible, but in, in Galatians chapter, praise his wonderful name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise your Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Galatians chapter 2, if you will, please. Verse 20. And verse 20, I'll, I'll just, and this sort of sums it up. And we're, we're, we're finished. And you meditate this. You know, you have to read this so you get it in your mind. and reminds my old identity. My old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah and no longer live. That old identity should no longer live. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine for the anointed one lives his life through me. Jesus lived his life through me. That's why I must come in agreement with this word so it can live through me. 
We live in union as one, not two, one. In him, I live, I move, I have my being in him. My new life is empowered by faith of the Son of God who loves me so much. Do you love him so much? That he gave himself for me. Are you inconsiderate to know that he did that for you? And dispenses his life into mine. Are you allowing him to dispense his life through you? Or you allowing other outside forces or voices tell you to live another way? Work out your own soul salvation, fear, and trembling. New life produces new living. It's time for you to enjoy life. Don't make a difference what happened. We're not talking about what happened before. He just said you got rid of all that and you're taking on a whole new identity in him. And we'll get a little bit more about that identity. Uh, on Sunday. We'll bring out some other things to help you transition. Well, we pray you got blessed by this word tonight. Uh, you got to work on yourself daily, uh, body of Christ. You can't be likes. You got to be fervent. The Bible says be fervent in the spirit, serving the Lord. That's what we have to do. And we're going to be on top because this new life will keep you on top and you will never drop if you stay there. See, if you stay there. See, this new life will keep you on top and you will never drop if you stay there. If you stay there, you'll keep going up, 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 up. And you keep enjoying life, 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 life. Then we talk about uh, new life brings us on new dimensions of living. And that's what that's talking about. Well, I tell you what, I have enjoyed this tonight. I hope you enjoyed as much as I have because I love feasting and training, meditating, and giving this word out to those who want to glean and become all that God wants to become in their life. In the union with him, I pray that you receive this with open hearts, open minds, and you're ready to walk it out in faith. Praise God. Well, tonight you have an opportunity to work out your prosperity by sowing your tithes and offerings. Amen. You do it out of love, out of grace, out of response to him. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you for allowing me to wake up this morning. You know, if he didn't get you up, uh, you'd have been on the other side this morning. He gets us up every morning. I said, Lord, I thank you for life. Every morning I said, Lord, I thank you for life, health, strength, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, provision, and protection. Thank you for life because he is my life. I am his life. When you look at it that way, you're working together 
as one. Minister Jan is going to put out there how you can get your seed in the ground. You can text it. She'll put it on the screen uh, out there for you. Uh, also, if the Lord is leading you to sow into the gift tonight as I minister, train you in the word. Uh, my cash app is still the same. It hasn't changed. Uh, you can sow tonight. Let me tell you something. God is moving and tremendous ways and blessings and i'm trying to get everybody in the same flow i am because i know you can tap into that flow and uh we, we we're celebrating the victory of a new building for our new building for lord have mercy uh in orlando uh it's been a uh it was a, i mean just a supernatural manifestation of god it was uh, it was unbelievable how it happened uh, God gave us favor with these. They, they, we find out the owner is from Israel. The, the people that own the building that we actually will be leasing is from Israel. Isn't that amazing? Amen. We lease it from a Jew. And I'm so happy. Because you know what that means? Blessing, blessing, blessing. <laughs> but God did it. I mean, it, it's amazing how quick, how fast it happened. Versus the time before when we were having so much trouble. and uh, But this time it was favor all the way through. We got a chance to be the owner uh, of the building. He wanted to sit down and talk with us. And after that, it was just like, just I mean, it just started happening so fast. Uh, already things are starting to fall into play. Uh, we get favor. Uh, my realtors working on some things. Or her husband, praise God. I mean, God just giving us favor. He's working on some things. And so we, we, we've been blessed to understand that, you know, and I don't know how it's going to happen, but they just told me that they say everything I use to build out this building with, that I keep my receipts and the city is going to reimburse me. So if I, if I spend 50000 get this building, building ready, uh, they're going to give me 50000 back. Isn't that amazing? This is what I'm talking about. Favor beyond your wildest dream. I say, what you say? <laughs> so it's amazing. But when you tithe and you sow and you give out of respect and honor to God, he comes back. And remember I say the Lord said he's going to dump on you? He's dumping right now. Amen. Praise God. Uh, the Lord touched him out of heart also to send us some some uh, restaurant equipment uh, uh, to us. Say, make sure you take this to pastor. I mean, just sold it. I mean, it's all at the right time. Just things just, it's happening. <laughs> and we give God all the glory. It's because sowing works. I tell you, sowing works, ladies and gentlemen. Are you hearing me? And it's just, it's just getting started. And God gave us so much favor. Amen. We don't have to pay uh, rent on the building until February of 2023. They gave us favor. <laughs> That's five or six months of free rent that they gave to us. Hallelujah. Who do that? Salvation. <laughs> Under God, man. 
is him. So I want you to get involved. Get them seeds in the ground. Amen. I'm telling you. I got a word from God, and I remind God of that word. And that word is going to take place. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So rejoice with us. Pray with us. That God will keep putting everything in our path we need. And uh, it, it's, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, you know, it, it's amazing. It, Y'all, I'm happy. It's amazing. And just like the building came for the restaurant, the building is coming for the church the same way. Debt-free, turnkey building. Whoever got, they just been stubborn. They gonna have to give it up. They gonna have to turn it loose because God has spoken. So it will and it shall come to pass. Just like I had to be patient and wait for this building to show up. We look here, we look there. I'm being patient because somebody will bring that key and said, Dr. Lord, the Lord told me to give you this building. Praise God. And we're going to shout and run and have some fun. Praise God. Why? God did what he said he would do. So let's keep the faith. Let's keep the credit. Thank you, Father. For our turnkey, uh, turnkey debt-free building for Greater Glory Life Center. Praise God. Let's keep the faith alive. Let's keep that faith drive going on. Let's let God know we believe and we're ready to receive. Where the mild confession is made unto our turnkey debt-free building. All right? Well, glory. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Listen. He's got the best in mind for you, but you got to be listening to what he tells you to do. And he'll walk you right in the blessings of Almighty God. Amen. Well, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for your prayers, your support. We're celebrating this uh, month, 30 years of ministry. Thank you for new life in Christ. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to live the abundant life in Jesus Christ. We thank you for a, a whole life, a life that's free from sickness, disease, and infirmity. We thank you, Lord, for victory. We thank you, Lord, that those that need victory, we declare victory over their lives. We thank you for those that need deliverance. We declare deliverance over their lives. Those that need a place of safety, we declare safety over their lives. Preservation, we decree preservation. We decree healing. We decree prosperity. We decree peace and we decree power over their life. I make my confession for these wonderful believers that have connected to your son and who believe that his life is on the inside of them, bring them to a prosperous, enjoyable life. Thank you. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. We command you to take your hands off God's property, of God's blessings that he have for us. In the name of Jesus, we command you to take your hands off our family, our grandchildren, our sons and daughters. Loose them and let them go that they will come to know the saving grace and the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We break all addictions and whatever might be holding them down, Lord. We come against that bondage in the name of Jesus. And we ask that you will set them free because who the Son sets free is free indeed. We declare freedom and victory tonight, not only for us, but for our family members, hallelujah, glory be to God. Thank you, Lord, 
thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the freedom we need, not only for us, but those that are connected to our loins, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you. And Lord, I, de I decree your, your grace, your peace, your prosperity, your provision, and your protection over their lives, Father. And let the same grace that's flowing on me, I think that the same grace is flowing on them as I stretch my hand towards this computer screen, Lord. Those that don't, Lord, let that, let that anointing flow from me to them, Lord, because the, it's, the anointing can be uh, transferable, Lord, and I transcend it to them, Lord, that they can enjoy and experience the blissfulness, the blessings that I am enjoying because I do those things that are pleasing in your sight and I still have my passion for you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask these blessings in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, I pray and the body of Christ that believe they're going to receive shall a, a hearty amen. God bless you. We love you. We're going to see you on Sunday. Come expecting a miracle from God.